hello, hello. Is the hello? Is the hello? <laughs> Welcome to the Broski Doodles podcast, the best podcast in all the land. It's your boy Kiko Flow, Kiko Cervantes, and today we got an interesting movie review with the crew. Um, today's movie, I mean, this one is a. Uh, you know, normally I come here and I'm always like, hey guys, this movie right here, this movie was fucking amazing. Let me put it on my top 10. And I got a top 10 that's like top 100 now because, you know, I, I, we review a lot of good movies. But every once in a while, we get to a movie that's peculiar. That's a little different, you know. The movie we're reviewing today, which you would have already seen in the title, is White Noise. It recently came out on Netflix. Um, and, you know, one of the main characters, the main uh, actor on it, is uh, Adam Driver, which... You know, I appreciate as an actor. I've seen him in other works that, that I like. Now, normally, you know, people come to this review to watch it after they've, they've seen the movie, right? So, you know, to, to sort of speak about it. You know, when, when when you get out of the movie theater, the best part is speaking to your friends about it. Like, what, what you thought was shit, what you thought was good, what didn't make sense. So this is pretty much that, you know, in a nutshell. But there are sometimes people that come without having seen the movie and they just want to get a quick glimpse. Okay, what? Should I watch it or not? If you haven't seen this movie yet, White Noise, waste two hours on it. If you have not done that, don't fucking do it. Okay, save yourself those two hours. Go visit your grandpa at the residence, you know. Give him a kiss, you know. Tell him about your stories. Ask him about his war stories. Or if you have kids, you know, take them out to the park. Um, maybe have that, you know, beast conversation with them, depending on their, on their age. And if you just live on your own with your girl, maybe take her out for dinner, you know. But don't waste these two hours on this movie. Uh, there's no point, okay? There's no point. Now, for the other group of people that are here because you've already watched the movie, then, you know, you're in for a, you're in for a treat. You know, we're going to talk shit about it because this was one of the worst movies that I've seen. Um, with Netflix movies, I got to say, it's a hit and a miss, you know. I would say maybe 30% of the movies that I watch on Netflix that are produced by Netflix come out being like, you know, decent or better. And yeah, but a big majority is just shit. And but I had high hopes on this one because it had Adam Driver and the trailers, they're actually very very interesting and it leaves you like, "Oh, what the fuck happens here?" you know? And let you know, let me give you the sort of the the summary of what they put you know, like if you go to Netflix and you click on this movie, the summary they have there before you watch it, I think is a bit misleading. It says college professor Jack Gladney and his family's comfortable suburban life is upended when a nearby chemical leak causes the airborne toxic event, releasing a noxious black cloud over the region that forces the Gladney family to evacuate. When you see this, this is very much in par with what the trailer showed you. It's like this black cloud that comes and everybody has to evacuate and you're like oh shit you know like war of the worlds what's gonna happen here now my what my mind said is okay look this is most likely gonna be a shit movie right but the fact that it has to deal with like a world ending event where people have to evacuate you like okay there's gonna be some action here at least some interesting stuff's gonna happen i'm not a fan of action films but hey i was like if it doesn't work by having a good plot and a good story then it will work by simply being 
fun and, and entertaining to watch because of the visual effects and the explosions and the and the action, right? Well, this was neither, right? So it didn't have any action. And then it, it, it just had the weirdest story. Like for people out there that are not into the LSD world, right? Um, people that are not really into drugs in general. You're like, hey, look, I didn't really dabble into that. Have a little wine, maybe a little Prosecco, but that's it. If you ever wonder how it feels to be an acid, right, on LSD, White Noise, this movie is, is, is very similar to that. Not a good trip, though. You know, a, a good trip will be a lot more fun, but this is a little bit how you can compare how your mind gets twisted and fucked would you like oh shit what is this and then something happens and then something else happens would you like this doesn't make sense it doesn't go with the other scene and i mean this was a mind fuck white noise was a mind fuck and you know what i think this is a theory i have sometimes there's movies that try to be very like uh poetic uh you know our house style where like it's like, oh, you have to be smart to understand it. And it's like, I understand that's the case with some movies and some art. But I find it that most of the time when something is too complicated to understand, like art should be something that you can see and quickly get an emotion from it. A true, inspiring and enjoyable emotion. That's what, you know, that's what I think. And if something is too confusing to even understand it, I think the artist fails there. Because I, I don't like this artistic like mindset of, oh, if you don't understand it, then it's your problem. You don't get it. I mean, I'm not saying make some shit that's super easy and, and you know with no depth. But when something is too abstract and confusing, most of the time, the story itself is shit. There's no like hidden gem. There's no like secret thing you got to figure out to be smart. You know, it's just simply the artist was being lazy and they just made this shit very confusing to try to prove a point like, oh, it's artsy. That's what I think. And, and like, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I do want the you know, comments for people that saw it because this is an it. Like, even though I love watching good movies, whenever I watch a movie that's shit, the most fun part for me is going on the podcast to review it. Because, you know, I do things and I create things that I myself would consume if it was available. And one thing that I think is cool is if you watch a shit movie, you already wasted the time. It would be cool to at least have someone talk to talk about it, to rant on it. Because that's fun, right? And but you know you don't have that all the time. Maybe the movies you watch, your friends don't watch. Maybe you don't have friends. You know that, and that's you know that that's fair. You know that's and that's cool too. Like people, I think over you know overestimate how important it is to have friends and people you connect with. You know, people say like in life, the main thing of life is connecting with people. Since the internet came out, uh, I think people are overrated. Maybe maybe you can do without, right? I'm not saying that's how I do it. Every day I try to, you know, become more like sociable. I am a friendly guy. I'm, I'm, I'm fun to be around, I believe. But I'm not really fond of crowds of people, right? You know, and that's just, that's how I am. But, you know, I, I understand if somebody just watched this movie alone on their house, maybe a serial killer. You know, I mean, serial killers also like consume content, right? So imagine a serial killer is watching this movie White Noise, right? 
And after they watch the movie, they're on, high on PCP, of course. They're like, this movie sucks. This was like horrible. What the fuck was this? And he's like, you know what? Tonight I'm going to go kill. Because this shit got me so triggered that I go, and now I need to go do what it is that my mind is designed to do, which is be a serial killer. But right before he goes and do that, he goes on YouTube and finds this video, the review for White Noise. And he's like, mm, let, let me take a look at it. Maybe this guy saw something I didn't. And then I'll go into the killing. But let me just quickly watch this video. What, what is his name? Broski Doodles? Yeah, I'll fuck these guys up. Okay, boom, boom. And he watches this thing. And then he's like, oh, shit, this is so fun. He's right. This shit was a piece of shit. And not only does he get entertained by ranting about the movie with me, but also he, in his mind confirms that he's not that crazy like people say he was right about this movie being a piece of shit and he's not missing anything you know he in his mind he's like oh no i got the movie the movie just sucked so if i could just save one life through this movie review podcast then you know that's that you know that's all i care about really white noise do you have somebody that you want to torture you can tie them up and put the white noise movie on a loop. After the first few times that the movie is watched, people are gonna start going insane because nothing makes sense in this fucking movie. And let, you know, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Adam Driver. <sighs> I actually don't think it's his fault because <laughs> I'm pretty sure the way that he had to say the dialogue was based on like the director and the producers and shit and the writers. But the whole movie especially Adam Driver's character. Everyone in that movie spoke like nobody speaks. Like from the moment the movie starts, I don't I'm not connected to anyone in the movie because they don't speak with dialogue that humans speak with. Like it was so robotic and it was eerie. And I'm thinking, okay, let me go along with it. Okay? Yeah, I understand that the way that they speak is a little weird. The scenes that are happening don't really make sense. But I'm like, you know what? Let me give the motherfucker the benefit of the doubt. Because you know what's great? When a movie all comes together towards the end and then he fucking flips you to the fucking head and slaps you in your mouth and tells you, huh, did you like it or not? Huh? Were we right? Did we have it all figured out or not, you piece of shit critic? I'm like, hey, chills, I'm not a critic. I'm just a podcaster. And I like to, you know, talk about the movies that I watch. And they're like, oh, yeah, but no, I will fuck you up. I'm like, hey, yo, chill, man. Like, I'm just I'm not even a critic. I'm not even a reviewer per se. I'm just a shit talker, you know? Um, <laughs> right, so, but, but the way that they speak in this movie, and there's a great actor here that I love that just baffles me that he's in this movie, Don Cheadle. He's so great. And in this movie, he's so weird, man. And, and again, I don't think it might be the actor's fault. Maybe that's how the, the script said it. I mean, I do put a little bit of fault into the actors in the sense that, look, you look at this script and you go see this movie, really? I mean, you go make the movie? Just to me, it's just a little... Like, you should maybe know if the script is bad. But, hey... This was definitely a very artsy movie, like one of these art house movies, independent films. A24, which is a producer, is there. It's a very independent, very like small producer that makes great films. But on this one, I think they, they fumbled the ball. This was based on a book written by Don DeLillo. About a, a, a you know, it's a, it's a book called White Noise. When I found out that this was based on a book, 
I could tell that the way that people spoke in the movie, the dialogues were very much like how a book is written. And it was hard for I don't read that much, so you know, for for the people that read a little bit more, tell me if I'm if I'm right on this or if I'm just fucking stupid. But there's this difference that is hard to even describe for dialogue in a book, where even if on the book is not as real, the dialogue between the humans, you can sort of you can sort of present that in your head. And interpret it in a way where you can make sense out of it and the, and, the, and the story pushes forward and you buy in. With movies, and I, and I would assume this is what happens when, whenever they make a movie based on a book, you have to create a script that fits the movie. Even if there was already dialogue on the book, you need to make it so that on the human connection side for the viewer, it looks real. And when I saw this movie, it reminded me of when I used to read books. I don't really read that much these days. I'm trying to read more. But when I would read a story in a book, sometimes the way the dialogue that, that people would have will sound a little weird. But for some reason on the book, you're like, okay, I can buy it. But on a movie, I, I realize I'm like, oh. And I think it could be that they use the dialogue very similar to the book, and it sounds weird that way. But I think this is something that makes the whole movie... I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, this is just one thing that makes the whole movie bad, but it's one that just you don't even buy in with the characters. There's movies that suck that at least you can enjoy some characters because of their personality. But here, I don't believe anybody. They all look like they're doing some troll movie where, where they're joking about it, and they're, it's so weird. The wife of Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig, is her name. Um, very cute actress. Uh, I actually wanted to like her, but I just never believed her. Because the whole movie is not believable. Because the whole movie sounds weird. doesn't even sound like real dialogue. The kids are so fucking annoying. And I'm sure that that's part of what the, the, the movie is supposed to show you. But they just keep asking a thousand questions that don't make sense like yo shut the fuck up like my dad would have thrown a hammer to my face if i would have asked so many questions like these kids did he's like is the, is, is the cloud coming no it's not coming but how do you know it's not coming because i know it's not coming but how do you know it's not i'm like yo shut the fuck up bro i mean it is true that dad never knew what the fuck was happening I mean, he never responded adequately to situations where it's like yo you should be worried now and he was just like ah. so at the beginning the whole thing is like the fucking exposure of this toxic event, right? Some, I mean, how the whole accident that happens where like a train is coming and then a truck crashes into the train and then it spills the whole thing doesn't even make sense. It's like the typical thing where like the driver of the of of the truck was like checking for, you know, like. His, his his bottle of whiskey and then he didn't see like dude you could see the train from like many miles back it's not something that just comes out of nowhere but in any case so the thing spills and it becomes like a black cloud and then they're asked to evacuate so you're like okay this shit is boring it makes no sense the dialogue is shit but okay something's happening now there's this weird thing we don't know about we don't know how afraid we should be there's a scene where they're like in the in, in the car lines in the highway because obviously an evacuation evacuation an evacuation in an evacuation people go to the highways and they're all packed you know like in florida when there's hurricanes and they need to evacuate north all of the highways are packed so this is you know what's happening and there's a scene that actually 
made me get a little hopeful about the movie turning into a good movie. One of the girls, one of the daughters on the car says, you know, what's happening? Like, they're not telling us much. They're just telling us to evacuate, but we don't, like, how grave this is. Like, how bad are we? And the mom is like, don't worry. Like, we're not sure how afraid we should be, uh, but don't worry. Like, we'll find out later. And she's like, well, that makes me even more afraid. Like, not knowing how, and this was funny, right? Because they were looking at other people in other cars, trying to see, trying to gauge how scared they were or worried to see how, you know, worried or scared we should be. And that's funny how, like, humans, we have that uh, dynamic with uh, other people, you know, that we kind of imitate and we kind of need to know. And but it, but it was a cool idea because it is true. Like, when COVID happened, the whole time, you're kind of like, at the beginning, of course, it was like, I kind of want to know really how bad this is. And even if it's really bad, I, I want to know now so that I can prepare mentally. The fact that you didn't know how bad this could be, if it was like everybody was going to die or if it was just like, you know, some people were going to get sick. That was like a fear that I never had before. So it, it, I related a lot to that little girl when she said that. She's like, fuck, the fact that I don't know how afraid I should be makes me more afraid. And, and that's real. You know, that's real talk. That's real talk. Facts. Facts. So now the movie's getting a little body. I'm like, okay, it's like a storm. It's like a bad thing coming. They're trying to escape. They're telling them to go to some like campsite north. Okay, cool. So I'm like, all right, something's happening. They get to the campsite. A bunch of people are there. And then the next day they're told to evacuate again. And every time they're told to evacuate, People go crazy. Like, you would think, like, okay, let's organize, let's do things. No, everybody just, ah, just goes insane. It started getting a little weird because I'm like, okay, what's, what's happening here? So they evacuate again. And then eventually, at one point after a few days, they say, oh, look, it's, it's all good now. You guys can go back home. And then that ends. And a new whole thing starts, which is the the wife was taking a pill and he's trying to fire, figure out what this pill is for. And a whole movie, a whole nother movie starts. And they don't address the fucking cloud. They don't talk about the fucking cloud anymore. You're thinking the movie's going to be about the fucking cloud. Not any, not any longer. Another movie starts touching a theme, which is death. Again, the dialogue doesn't make sense because if your wife is taking some pill, you're looking at her taking the pill and she denies that she's taking any pill, well, you're going to have a conflict, right? You're going to be like, okay, look, either you're crazy and we need to put you like in an institution because you're lying to my face about something that I'm worried about or, or, you, or you tell me, right, you know, or, 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 or we get separated because I don't want to be with somebody that's lying to me. I mean, it's just... He, he keeps asking, like, all right, so tell us what's in, what is this pill you're taking, Dylar? And she's like, oh, it's, I'm not taking anything. Dude, it's so fucking weird. Nothing makes sense. The dialogue doesn't make sense. I, I keep going back to the dialogue because the dialogue carries a movie, you know, carries. But it's, it's present the whole time. You can never start to, to take serious anything because the dialogue throws it off. So she starts taking this pill and eventually she says, this pill I take because I have this extreme fear of death. And I take this pill because apparently in, they're doing some studies. This pill is not out on the market, but this pill, Dialar, could help me not be afraid of death. Which I don't even know. Like a pill normally is going to solve a condition, right? But if your condition is you're afraid of death, 
like you know like it's like saying oh i'm afraid of dogs and you're gonna take a pill that i'm gonna make you not afraid of dogs anymore it just doesn't even make sense like that how a pill could solve that right who knows you know maybe it was like some antidepressant type shit where you're like it's not you're afraid of death you don't even give a fuck about anything you know so dude i start relating to this and i'm like okay you're already an hour in this fucking movie we're gonna have to watch it and you know end it i'm like okay if anything this is gonna be a nice podcast episode for a review but I'm still hopeful. I'm like, okay, she's taking this pill. She's afraid of death. He says, I'm also afraid of death. Like, I think we're all afraid of death. And she's like, no, but I'm like more afraid of death. right? And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe this is going somewhere else. And I relate to this because I think about death a lot. And sometimes in an unhealthy way where like I'm fixed to the fact that we're all, you know, marching to our, you know, hopeless um inevitable demise you know and, and i think a lot of people just try to forget that because oh it's so far away right because it's such a it's such a horrible idea and i think the whole human civilization you know has always found ways through religion or cults to sort of feel better about death and and feel calm that there's gonna be something else so that they don't feel so bad about it so I'm like, okay, I kind of like this because I sometimes think about death and I think like, shit, this is going to end. It sucks that it's going to end. You know, I don't want it to end. I want to continue to do like, I want to do podcasts forever, like just forever. You know, like podcast 1,754. Okay, okay. Today, you know, I'll be older, right? Because you're still going to get old, but you're going to be like 240. But you're still going to be good. Like, you know, dick rock hard. You're still going to be able to eat shit. Like that's the type of old I want to get to. Like if we're able to get to a place where we can live a lot because of technology, it has to be with the conditions, right? That I can still fuck, right? Hard, like hard. I mean, not all the time. You sometimes wanna go soft, but always have the energy available if you need to go hard, if it's required. That's how the type of old I wanna get. Like, oh, you can eat chicharron, or you can eat fried mozzarella sticks, or just fried mozzarella, just like a, like a chunk of mozzarella cheese, just fry that shit. If I can eat that, then cool. Like if I have to be like on some state where like I'm in a wheelchair, I have to eat some paste that they feed through a tube and I have one eye that works and half my mind, I forget who the fuck I am. Then no, I don't want, you know, I prefer to, you know, put white noise on and, you know, let it take me type shit. So death, I was like, okay, cool. There's a new concept for the movie. Maybe I'm going to like this fucking movie. And bro, I fight through it. I get to the fucking end. Which the pharmaceutical company that provides Dilar in this study that they're doing is actually some fucking weird German guy in a motel, in a highway motel, shitty motel. And then he, this you know driver finds him because apparently this guy had sex with his wife because that was the exchange they had so that he could give her pills. But the pills don't even work on her. So why are you getting more pills? Maybe you just like fucking this guy. Adam Driver starts going crazy. He also wants the pill, but maybe he doesn't want the pill. Maybe he just wants to find the guy with the pill so that he could kill him. And she even tells him, like, I'm not going to tell you who this guy is because you're a man and men are killers. Like, bro, this was, I swear to God. Who, who Again, this was written by a book by Don DeLillo. This motherfucker must have been in a room. Let me see who this guy is, man. In a room with, like, seven of his bodies just doing hard LSD and shrooms. And then they just put words together. They're like, oh, we're going to sell this. It's going to be so good. It sucks, man. It fucking sucks. 
The director is Noah Baumbach. And, you know, he did like, I mean, a movie that I remember that he made is like The Life Aquatic with Steve Sisso, uh, which is a good movie. I actually liked it. I mean, aside from that, I don't really recognize. He was apparently in Madagascar. He did the screenplay for Madagascar 3. But, I mean, he's in the business, but I didn't like. And then, you know, the book they chose, Don DeLillo's book about whatever the fuck. I mean, ah, man. Don Cheadle's character would say some random shit that made no sense at times. And then the movie ends with them shooting the guy. Adam Driver shoots the guy. The wife gets there for no fucking reason. She doesn't know that he's going to be in the motel with this crazy guy that sells the pills. He shoots the guy with two bullets, then gives the gun to the guy to make it look like he killed himself. Well, he doesn't give it to him. He places it on the guy's hand. Then what happens? The guy's not dead, so he has one bullet left and shoots them. But, you know, they're hurt, but not too hurt to die. And then they decide to take the guy that they just shot now to like a hospital to now all, you know, get, all get cured. It's like, were you trying to kill a bro? It's, it makes no fucking sense. And then at the end, at the very end, you're like, okay, okay. There's five minutes left to this movie. Please tell me there's some attempt. I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to do it, right? Because at this stage, I lost all hopes. But I'm like, please, at least give me an attempt to reconcile whatever happened in this movie and give it a little bit of sense. The last scene, they take the guy and, and themselves to the hospital, which is a church, which is serviced by a bunch of nuns from Germany that speak English in a German accent. And she tells them, like, God doesn't exist, so if you're here to pray, get the fuck out of here. We're only here to cure because if, if you believe in something that doesn't exist, then you're fucking stupid. And then they just look at each other. The sun comes out, and then they just fall there. And then they tell them that the guy that they were going to try to shoot and killed, that he's fine, that he's going to make it. And then they're, like, happy about that. And then the movie ends. And then, like, the, the feeling that I had that this was going to be a waste of time comes true you know to the highest degree like you know i've seen bad movies um one of the worst movies i saw we've reviewed it here is uh don't look up with leonardo dicaprio jonah hill meryl strip you know cast wise this was supposed to be a fucking good movie jennifer lawrence is in it it sucked like it sucked but even in that movie which was shit they didn't attempt (laughs) Of having a plot that starts, goes through some conflict, and ends. Even if it's all shit. This movie doesn't even attempt to make sense of all of this. And I bet there's people out there that are like, Man, you don't get it, Kiko. This is even deeper, bro. This is deeper. You gotta go deeper. You don't get it, bro. This is part of, like, death and scared and, like... To me, this movie is like one of those abstract paintings in a museum that they just throw paint all over the fucking place. They did it in five minutes while they were high on PCP, and then they sold it for 45 million. And if you try to say like, oh, but that's nothing, I could do that. They're like, oh, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't fucking get it, man. The movie so deep. You don't get it. You're fucking stupid. You will never get it. No, I think I get it. I think the movie is just shit. White noise. Please tell me what you guys think. Um... Also, what you guys thought of this review? Uh, it was it was a special one for me because we had not had bad movies in a while. And this was just, uh, not only a bad movie, but just top of the list. Like this is top ten worst movies, you know. 
Netflix, I don't know what you're doing sometimes with these movies. I cannot even rescue cinematography in this movie. You know, the movie that we reviewed 2001, A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick, I didn't personally like it. It was very abstracty, but I appreciated how good it looked, the cinematography, and the attempt to at least make some weird shit make sense, which to me didn't make sense. But I mean, th this white noise movie is on a whole nother level of shit. Um, so yeah, let me know what you guys think. Subscribe to the motherfucker, leave comments, you know, like the comments that you leave are gonna really matter. Like if you have a movie that you think is good, we can review it. If you have a uh, comment about the movies that we are reviewing, please do. Maybe, you know, we can get a little bit of context as to what other people think about them. Um, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're everywhere that you can listen to podcasts, we're there. Obviously, you have the YouTube version, which, you know, I think it's a little more comforting because you see my face and you can, you know, get the whole audiovisual experience, which I think is a lot, you know, more exciting. Uh, but if you know if you're out there running, doing your errands, and you just need to hear in the in, in the audio, well, we work really hard to make the audio sound good. So you got Spotify, iTunes, or you can just you know get it illegally. I'm pretty sure that you can pirate this thing. You know, do it. I don't care. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Oh shit! Before we leave, I mean this is kind of stupid, but I'll give it a scale because we always give a scale one to ten. The lowest that we can give something. I, it's one so I, I just give it a one but yeah this, this movie was just one of the worst movies I've ever seen uh, but yeah I just wanted to say that I love you guys peace <laughs>